All right, so back at the Coyote Classic 2018, one of the awesome parts about having a competition in our own box is we've got some incredibly high-level athletes here that we can interview. So the first time I met our current guest, I was in a wad. It was a typical one-hour class, and this spitfire female is leading the class, and I'm hoping to hide for the day, and it has kettlebells in it. I do one kettlebell, and I swear to goodness, guys, she never leaves my side for the rest of the workout. I was only thinking, if this girl doesn't leave me alone, I'm going to quit CrossFit. And she kept saying, straight overhead, straight overhead. Let me see your ears. I'm like, who is this person? So now the tables have turned. We got her behind the mic. So, Hunter, why don't you fill in the mystery guest here? Yeah, so today we're excited to have a local regional athlete, Holly Henderson, on the show. Uh, Holly is a how many how many times have you been to regionals Holly three times three-time regional individual competitor she's also owner of CrossFit JXN uh, in Jackson and uh, she's been competing for a while and uh, just a, just a great girl great person so we're glad to have you on your show thanks for being here Holly thank you guys uh, so I guess let's just start you know kind of how you got into CrossFit give us your give us your background before CrossFit what got you into it and and kind of what got you to this point okay so I grew up playing soccer since I was five um, went to Mississippi College to play soccer and when I got done uh, with my collegiate career I am a super competitive person so I just needed um, another competitive outlet and I saw a police officer at the movie theaters one night who told me about this competition I needed to come and do and so I went, it ended up being a CrossFit gym, and it was actually the first week of the Open in 2012. That was the competition, which was seven minutes of burpees. And I oh, signed nice. my contract that day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, that's impressive that you did seven minutes of burpees and, and, and then came signed back. a contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was one of the worst workouts I've ever done before. Yeah. Uh, so you, got, you started doing CrossFit, uh, you started doing the class. How long did you do the class before you decided you wanted to start competing? Uh, and then what kind of led you to this point now? Well, um, being that I'm a competitive person, actually the day that I signed my contract, I told the man uh, who, who owned the gym at the time that I wasn't doing this for fun, that I was doing this for competitive reasons. So yeah, sounds about to right. To beware. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it um, evolved from that. Um, 2014 was the first year I qualified for regionals, so two years later. And then, um, you know, just... Ever since then, that's been a goal. Obviously, the, the end goal would be to make it to the CrossFit Games. I think a lot of people, that's their end goal. But um, there's been two years of injuries mixed into all that. So it's just been, you know, kind of um, a wave of success and failure, success and failure. Yeah, and that'd be a good uh, good segue into something that I wanted to ask you. I know you had a, a very untimely injury a couple of years ago. I believe you tore, you tore your lap, correct? Yes. And it was right, you said it was right before the Open. Yes. And so uh, I wanted to kind of dive into that some. Tell me, uh, you know, what the mental process was like, you know, going from, you know, you know, oh, my God, that's that's it for this year. And, you know, how long did it take you to kind of to get past that initial uh, that initial shock? And then, you know, what was going through your head in terms of like, okay, this is where I am and how do I get to where I need to need to be to get sure. better? Yeah, so two days before the Open, I was doing some bar muscle-ups and ended up tearing my lat, and um, it's very heartbreaking. Anybody who trains the way that we do knows, I mean, it's kind of what we live for in a way, and um, to have to sit out another year, because I'd set out two years before, um, was just very heartbreaking, and then on top of that, since I'm a gym owner, I had to, like, keep my spirits up for all my clients, you know, because I don't... Very tough, yeah. Know, 
And um, so, you know, just had to be in good spirits and motivating and encouraging them while also going through the heartbreak of not being able to compete that year. Um, but at no point was I like, you know what, it's time for me to hang up the cleats. Like, I've never felt that way um, in any injury. I, I still feel very motivated to continue. I still have the same goals, same dreams. So um, sometimes I think that kind of puts the fire out of people. But um, for me, I've, you know, still still, still going strong now. Yeah, it's incredible. It takes a lot, it takes a lot of mental toughness to be able to uh, – to be able to respond positively with that, and yeah. I think uh, uh, anybody that uh, anybody that follows you knows that uh, you know you're uh, being a gym owner. I know everybody in your gym absolutely loves you, and they have your back 100. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Um, did uh, Did you get? A, I'm sure you did. Did you get a lot of positive uh, reinforcement from your uh, from your members and fr and close friends and stuff Definitely. like that? Definitely. Um, yeah, a lot of a huge support system. Um, you know, people are very encouraging, and um, people. I feel like most people want to see you succeed, just yeah. in general. So, um, you know, my gym members were very supportive, and um, they kind of tiptoed around the issue during the Open, I think, um, which, you know, it was very nice of them. But um, it was okay. It was fine, yeah. you know. So let's talk about how you balance being a gym owner and a, a competitive CrossFit athlete because I think a lot of people think, well – if I own a gym, I could just train all day and do whatever I want to. And I can uh, tell by your tone. Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of, Speaking what, from experience. Yeah. So how, how do you how do you approach um, owning an affiliate, coaching classes, and also make time to you know train like you need to train? How do you balance all that? How do you get it all fit in? Yeah, it's been a huge um, learning experience. I wasn't prepared when we opened the gym. I have a business partner and. Uh, being as young as I was, I wasn't prepared for some of the challenges that came with owning a business. Um, it's not just coaching classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's priorities, really, and there's some long days, coaching in the morning and then coaching till 7 at night, standing on my feet, you know, for four hours, as well as training for four to five hours a day makes for a really long day. Um, but it really is about balance and priorities and making sure you know that I'm giving people responsibilities and not trying to be controlling so I've been able to like give you know some of our clients or some of our trainers excuse me uh, more responsibilities lately especially like leading up to regionals letting go of some classes and um, trying to dedicate more time to my training as an athlete so I think there's times of the year that you do that and then like right now for instance in the off season I can dedicate more time to the business Whereas in season, I can kind of let some of those responsibilities go. That's definitely one of the hardest part of owning a business is letting go of control of certain things and letting other people yep. uh, do things because, you know, it's, it's your baby and you want to try to do everything. And, you know, but you can't, you know, yeah. especially if you grow, uh, you know, you have to have other people that you trust that can that can take uh, responsibilities from Absolutely. you and do it as a team. So that's just all part of the growing process. And I went through, you know, the same the same learning curve as you did you know when I first opened up the gym I thought man I'm just gonna hang out at the gym all day and I'm gonna work out right. four or five times a day and you quickly learn that's not the case because even when you're working out you know if a, pr a prospective client comes in you got to stop what you're doing and yep. go and talk to them mid-workout yeah or some, you know you might have a member come in that wants to talk to you for two hours uh, <laughs> mid-afternoon you know and, and and so you can't you have to learn you can't get frustrated with like man I really need to get this done like no like they're they're your customer they're your client right. you gotta you gotta put them first so that's all part of a a good learning curve so it, that's good to hear that you're that you're you're doing well managing all that type of stuff so let's talk a little bit about um the competition of uh 
of CrossFit. What have you, you know, when, what years did you qualify for regionals and, and kind of let's walk, walk through those experiences and how you okay. felt on, on, on them all. So first year was 2014, which was back when they took 48 individuals and the South Central Regional was a region to itself. Um, I think I qualified maybe 35th or so. Um, super excited. I mean, it was just um, kind of a fairy tale story for me. Just all the hard work, you know. And I really didn't know what to expect going into regionals. It was more of like, I'm just going to have fun. Like, I'm going to experience this thing. A little starstruck because at that time it was like, you know, Jessica Malone almost qualified for the games that year. Cassie Lance was in our region. It was just, you know. And, um, still young at that time so that was that was a good experience but I was injured at regionals so I, I finished regionals and ended up having shoulder surgery later that year which caused me to sit out in 2015 um, then in 2016 I uh, was actually working here for half that year and um, rehabbed my shoulder um, I would say that year I put in the, the most and hardest and most dedicated amount of work in order to get back um, that year. So 2016, I went in eighth. I finished eighth in the Open, super confident, um, and just didn't perform at, at regionals. I had a great time, but um, strict muscle-ups got thrown in there. Yeah. Had never done one before yeah. in my life, which, yeah. you know, all that responsibility falls on me. But um, at the end of the day, it was good, good learning experience. Didn't finish how I wanted to. Um, as we talked about, I skipped last year, and then this this coming, I mean, this year we just finished, um, I finished actually 20th on the dot in the Open. Um, the Open was a lot harder than it has been in the past. Um, the level of competition obviously has been raised, and um, with that, I'm having to raise my own competition within myself. So um, regionals was a really good experience, um, the altitude. I don't know yeah. if y'all dealt with that. Yeah, or I was going to ask you what you thought about the altitude. I, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people say oh, the, the south region is weak. All the numbers were way, way off this year. If I had been in that region, I would have qualified. But what they don't understand is there's two factors at play. One is the altitude. That really affected everybody's really scores. Did. And then second was the judging out there. The judging was incredibly strict it was. compared to what yeah. I saw at other, other regions. Like I, I was watching the last women's heat. And the, these are the top girls in the region, and they're getting no rep after no rep on thrusters. And I'm like, these girls yeah. know how to do thrusters and well, yeah. stuff. So. And let's, let's not forget, too, that you only had, what, what was it, a week and a half, two weeks to prepare for yeah. the workouts? All the other yes. regions had, had you know, month. another yeah. two weeks. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the elevation, I think it played a lot bigger role than people realize. And it, yeah. how, did, how did it affect you? So I hate to, like, make an excuse because, you know, at the end of the day, all the girls at regionals, we were all handed the same cards, so I'm not making an excuse. Those girls clearly outperformed me, but at the same time, I did all of the workouts in Mississippi and yeah. did better on them here. Um, I think Thursday, right before the Friday that we started, like I went for a jog and got back to the Airbnb and almost fainted because, yeah. I mean, just a simple like 10-minute jog, yeah. I almost fainted because I just was so dizzy and... Um, I just have never experienced that feeling before, so I think I was pretty unprepared when it comes to that. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that was that was a big big factor I thought, and and I thought the biggest factor was the recovery aspect. Yes. People weren't able to recover between one workout to the other, especially you only have like an hour in between yep. workouts, and your heart rate's still up, and then you got to go out there and do another workout, right. and and that's what that's that's I think that's what we we noticed. Um, well, tell us about your training now. Uh, what what are you, what are you doing as far as programming? You have a coach, all that type of stuff. Yeah, so I finished the um, I finished regionals. You know, I it's the it's the healthiest I've ever been leaving regionals. So super excited about that. Um, that gives me a full. This will be the first full year I've had injury free to just train. Awesome. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Um, this off season, you know, you go to here in Mississippi. I tend to be a big girl in terms of muscular you know I walk around and I'm bigger than the majority of my clients and other people I see but I get to regionals and I'm like one of the tiniest girls yeah. and it is just <laughs> shocking so this off season is about growing my arms growing my legs um, getting bigger getting stronger and then um, you know trying to throw in some competitions here and there um, just to you know, stay up with the competition. Keep your edge a little but bit, sure. Really, it's, you know, I, I try not to do too many competitions because I tend to, uh, it tends to wear me out before the Open gets here. And I I don't really care about, you know, how I do at the Granite Games. If I don't make it to regionals right. at the end of the, end of the year, that's you what gotta matters to me. you got to keep the end goal in mind. Yeah. And, yep. yeah, and I think the more experience you get and the more CrossFit you have under the belt, the less and less of competitions you can do because right. you know you have to re- recover and you have to train. Um, and your the goal if the goal is to qualify for the games, like doing five competitions in the off season is yeah, not getting you closer to that. You. It's only going to take you away from it. Right. Um, so you're but you are competing here tomorrow, right? I am. Yes. Um, tell, so you're comp- you're te- uh, teaming up with uh, Mason Mitchell. I am. Have you guys practiced the workouts at all? So actually, I've only met Mason one time in my oh, nice. entire life, <laughs> <laughs> and that was at uh, the competition that was held at my gym, and uh, that was the first time I met him. I mean, I've you know. I've, heard about him known about him but um we've we've texted a little bit so it should be good it'll be fun yeah yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be, be fun well. to watch you and we'll look forward to watching you guys and y'all are team question mark yes we so. are team question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so be on the lookout on leaderboard for team question mark in the male uh, male female that's right uh category like a riddler thing going on <laughs> yeah that's right so two, uh, just two quick questions wrapping up. Um, thanks for spending this time with us in the, in the middle of a busy weekend. Whenever we have somebody of your caliber, an athlete of your caliber behind the mic, we always want to ask this mental game question. So okay. you obviously come into CrossFit with a very competitive nature. Uh, a lot of people learn that through CrossFit. You already had that. So for a person like you, what lessons did you learn about being competitive through participating in CrossFit through the years? Is something new, additional, or that you had a new level? Yeah, uh, definitely a new level, a new fire inside. Um, but as far as being competitive, I, I've had to not be so hard on myself. Like, just because I do poorly in a competition in the past, I will let that determine the rest of my year. And that's just not okay. Everybody's allowed to have an off weekend or an off month or, you know, whatever. And um, so being competitive with myself, but not being so competitive that I get myself down to where I can't even perform, you know. That's awesome. I think that no matter what level athlete you are inside of CrossFit, you can fall into that trap yeah, pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, that goes back to the growth mindset that we always talk about, you know, yeah. not being fixed on the result that you have, but using it as, hey, this is an opportunity that's going to make me better. I'm going to learn right. from it. And then it's going to help me further 
it's going it's to teach me something that's going to further me towards my ultimate goal. You know? Yeah, so and cool. I think a big part of your profile as an athlete is obviously fortitude, being able to stick with it. Like you said, none of the, my, none of my injuries have convinced me to hang up the cleats. That's what right. advice would you give to the average CrossFit athlete that gets discouraged because they, you know, they don't hit the PR or they get to a gymnastic cycle and it's just tough for a couple of weeks? What would you tell them as, a, as an affiliate owner and as a coach? How do you get an athlete through that? How do you pass some of that fortitude on? Um, you know, one thing I think is um, this is just exercise at the end of the day, unfortunately. I mean, we put so much worth into it, but when we lay our heads on the pillow, no one's thinking about whether you got that pull-up or not. Um, the second thing is, though, I actually I have a client at my gym who um, has been with me since before I opened. When I was working at another gym, she was there. So I've known her for about five years, and she literally a month ago just got her first pull-up. I mean, she's been doing CrossFit for five years, has been doing ring rows, banded pull-ups, negatives, anything you can think of. Just now got her first pull-up. And, you know, that, that type of – that takes a lot for somebody to stick with it that long and um, it really is a journey you know it's progress not perfection that's what I like to preach in the gyms progress not perfection and um, at the end of the day it's you know it's a journey so uh, where where can we find more about you follow you on social media how you know based on this interview if people are intrigued about how your career is going inside of CrossFit where do we find you so Instagram my gym is CrossFit JXN and then my um, personal page is Holly H-O-L-L-Y-E H and then I'm on Facebook, but I don't ever use it, so no point there. <laughs> yeah, up on Instagram. Kind of right? goes without saying, right? <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for taking the time. We look forward to uh, seeing how your future goes inside of CrossFit. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Thanks, Holly.